Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ngakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of July 10th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Oh, Ginky. I'm, I'm alright. Happy Achan Day, everyone. Woo! Yay! Woo-hoo! So glad to be here. Achan Day! Achan no hi! Yeah. Happy Achan Day, everyone. But yeah, what have we been doing? What have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Luna. So, I've been listening to a lot of random stuff. I haven't really done much except drink a little too much in the fourth. Um, let's see. I've been listening to Kira still. She's been, like, my addiction, even though we did MC last week. Also been listening to a lot of Yunosu Kenshi. And got back into some Cream. Also was listening to Blackpink. And I'll specify their Korean stuff more than their Japanese. Was listening to our MC, which we'll discuss in a little bit. And also... Kurokumi dropped her new song Puff, which is amazing, and I had that on repeat for a little bit this week. And I would say other than that, it's really a hodgepodge of random stuff, but mainly those. What about you, Gray? Uh, yeah, I have been listening to LOL's Work It Out single still on a repeat. That song is so, so good and just been the uplifting emotional push that I've needed this week. I've had a god awful week and that 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 song is so inspirational. It's helped me just get through this and I, I, I don't know if I'd be here today if it wasn't for that song. Not trying to over exaggerate or anything like that, but it's it's just been a brutal week for me. And so I've been Listening to that, I'm going to uh, start Persona 5 Royal within the next couple of days. So my plan is uh, I got a five-hour car trip ahead of us. I don't know if uh, my my girlfriend will appreciate this, but we're going to try to sneak in a little bit of the Persona 5 soundtrack on the car ride up. That'll that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. But I've also been listening to. High five because I just need like that high energy, fun stuff. And I've been listening to this week's MC, which we will get into. They're a, they're a very fascinating and interesting group, and can't wait to discuss them. Other than that, nothing too special. It has it's been a music light week for me, just because uh, I just haven't been able to listen to a ton of music. Uh, I did listen to Rude Alpha's 23 album. I think that's like the sixth or seventh time I've listened to that album now. So I think that's in the running for album of the year at this point for me. So that, that's a good thing. But nothing nothing much other than that. What's, what's been uh, greasing your eardrums there, Ken? So I've been, obviously, I've been listening to the Music Corner. I've been listening to D4 DJ's the Dig Delight Direct Drive Special Edition because that finally came in the other day. Uh, so that's been a blast as of late. I've been also listening to Rosalia's first album, Adwing, because the second album, Wales, is, should be coming out by the time next week so it's on its way shipping as we speak right now besides that i've been listening to kumiko yanagida again because she just dropped another track called crazy baby so i've been listening to that i listened to a little bit of she is summer because of a new release that we'll be talking about later on 
And that's about it. I've been listening to a little Nana Mizuki also uh, as a swang song because just just as a swang song <laughs> for future news there. But yeah, nothing too much as of late. But with that, let's continue on to the news here. And Gray, you have the first piece of news, so go right ahead. First off, we're going to be talking about Vocaloid composer Kirai Hiragi, as he has announced he's going to be dropping a brand new album titled Hateful, set to drop on August 26th. You can check out all the information on the article. Uh, This is his first release uh, since January 10th of last year. So pre-orders are up. And if you are not familiar with his work, we have a music video so you can get a taste of what he sounds like. And next up is Hamasaki Ayumi counts down to the promised land in live Blu-ray. So Japanese pop singer, music industry veteran. She's a huge icon in the industry. Those of you who don't know, I'm pretty sure everyone here should know who she is by now, has announced that she will be releasing her latest countdown tour, Ayumi Hamasaki Countdown 2019 to 2020, Promised Land A. It will be released on Blu-ray and DVD on August 26th. This is, so she originally began her New Year's Countdown concerts actually in 2000 at the Yoyogi National Gymnasium in Tokyo. And has continued releasing Blu-rays until about 2014-2015 when the Cirque de Minuit Mayonaka no Circus came out. And recently she is starting to bring them back. And I am so freaking excited about this because it's been three years. And I love her countdown tours. They are freaking fantastic. So... This will actually come in four editions. It will come in a, you can get it in a DVD, a Blu-ray, a two CD plus Blu-ray plus goods fan club edition, and a two CD plus DVD plus goods fan club edition. The fan club editions are only available through her fan club site and through Mumo. So you will have to use a drop shipper if you do live in the U.S. You can check out the track listing, cover art, and a live trailer for this on our site and I cannot freaking wait. IU is back. The queen is back. I am ecstatic. That's for darn sure. But with that, let's continue on to the four-member rock band Velt Punch announced that they will be releasing a brand new album, Suicide Kings, on August 5th. This will be the latest release done by the band since the newest joke back in July of 2016 and will be their ninth album overall. You can check out more information about this on our site. It is going to be made available on both digital streaming platforms and physical services, so just... To let you guys know, the physical release will have a bonus 10th song on it. So if you guys are interested on getting that song, might as well check out the pre-order for the physical edition on our site as well. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about another guy who is releasing an album. But this time we're going to be talking about hip-hop artist AK69 as he's going to be dropping his live live album. And is set to be released on August 5th. The new album is going to feature a bevy of artists, including Our Designated Designated from Creepy Nuts, Zorn, Sway from Doberman Infinity, which was literally the only person I recognized, EO from Candy Town, Yellow Bucks, and MC Tyson. And all of them are going to be contributing to the album in one way or another. Uh, We have the full track listing on the article, and the track listing has... 
all the songs and who they feature and everything like that. So you can definitely check that out if you want to know, you know, who's featuring and what song. We also have the covers and everything. And we also pre-order links are in the article. I'm actually pretty excited about this because I love me some AK-69. He did a song on Coda and it is fantastic. And he's done a lot of other great stuff. I had a feeling <laughs> that he, that uh, you would be excited for this, Luna. Oh, yeah. And that limited edition cover looks hot. So with that, next article, next up is Edu Aoi shows fans her will with her newest single. So she is a pop vocalist and does a lot of the anime theme songs. She re- she announced that she will be dropping her latest single, I Will, on August 12th. It will be featured in the popular anime Sword Art Online, Alicization War of the Underworld Part 2 as the ending theme. And that will begin airing on July 20th. So you will be able to hear her sing that ending theme then. I um, actually need to watch this show still. So those of you who don't know, she previously sung several other themes for SAO, such as the one at Alicization, which did air in 2018. And she also did songs for Fate's Day Night as well. And this will be a pretty much a powerful ballad. And I'm excited to hear her ballads because she is such a powerful ballad singer. And this is following up her single, Hoshiga Furu Yume, which is the ending theme to Fate Grand Order, Zetai Maju Seshin Babylonia, and came out last year. So this will come in several editions, three to be exact, and all editions on our site. You can pre-order all three. And you can also check out the track listing and a special video for her Hoshiga Furu Yume. So, highly recommend checking that out. I always love some Edu Aoi. And continuing on up to celebrate the release of his digital single, Sit Down in Reflection, up-and-coming vocalist Le Makeup released a music video for said track on his official YouTube channel. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the digital music streaming link on our site as well. The popular vocalist and Nico Nico Doga content creator Goro announced that he will be releasing a brand new album titled Tokyo Haze on August 26. This will be the latest release done by the artist since Ikoes back in July of 2017 and will be his fifth album overall. You can check out all the information about this on our site. It will release with two editions and be sure to check out the music video for Jakusha no Sangan that he did with Honeyworks. Member of the popular girls' idol group Momorito Clover Zeto Ayaka Sasaki announced that she will be releasing her track Happy Sweet Birthday on all digital music streaming platforms on her 24th birthday this past June. Set to become a part of the solo album that she's going to be doing, the Aran Aseto, released for July 8th, the track turns the traditional birthday competition into a festa power ballad, making it a one not to be missed. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the digital links for set a track. The popular pop duo Brief and Trunks announced that they will also be releasing a brand new album called Pape Pipo Pupe Poro on September 23rd. This will be the latest album release done by the duo since their Buritora Mizuken back in May of last year and will be their 12th album overall. The announcement came off a YouTube live stream that happened a couple weeks back and, re- 
and revealed that the album will release with two editions. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the live stream video on our site as well. All right, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about lead vocalist from Wageki band Yuko Zuzuka as she has dropped a brand new music video on her personal YouTube channel. The name of the song is called uh, Happy Wedding, and honestly, had I not been writing the article or anything like that, I wouldn't have guessed this was the same woman. Great vocalist, very talented, uh, but she does this song in a slightly different vocal styling than what she typically does with Wageki. So you get to hear a different side of her, and it's a wonderful song. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, we have a link for it in the article. So this is, if you're a Wageki band fan, or if you just like wedding songs, this is a simply must that you cannot miss. All right, so next up is Ayumi Hamasaki brings her first song of 2020. So she is on a roll this year. And it is titled Ohia no Ki. And it debuted during the drama M. Aisubeki Hitoga Ite on July 4th. So this will be the first Japanese titled track since Ayupan's debut in 1999 she has never had a track in Japanese all of them have had English titles so this is a a first and it's amazing we get to see this so it will be and it'll also be her first release since her mini album Trouble came out in 2018. Ohia no Ki is a ballad number composed by Kazuhito Kikuchi, who also worked with her on some of her famous tracks such as Who and Heaven. Heaven is one of my personal favorites. And this was announced on her official Twitter and Instagram. She posted her impressions of the Dorama that this was a part of. And it came, and that was also when it came to end its final episode. So you can read more about this on our site and check out the full audio track she released on her official YouTube channel. And you can also check out the CN, the commercial for the track as well. I am in love with the song and she is off to a great start in 2020. And continuing on to the five-member rock band, Bucktick announced that they will be releasing a brand new single, Moonlight Escape, on August 26. This will be the latest single released by the band since Danteshi back in January and will be their 39th single overall. You can check out more information about this on our site, along with the music video for Danteshi on our site as well. Alright, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about pop group and idol group NGT48. It has been a long time since they have released a single. Their third single came out on October 3rd of 2018, so almost two years later we finally have what their fourth single is going to be. The new single is going to be titled Sherbert Pink and is set to be released right around the corner on July 22nd. The new single is going to be released in Two editions total, a Type A and Type B edition, and we have links for those on the site if you're eager to check those out, along with the old 2018 single, which was the last song that they released on the site. So if you wanted to remember what they sounded like and get a feel for their style, you can definitely check that out as we have it in the article. So it's very interesting that they finally decided to continue on with this group because pretty much they disbanded. This is the first single after the whole Yamaguchi incident. That's why. It'll be eager to see how they do this. And, and you know, I, I'm glad they were s- sticking with it. So, Well, continuing on up to the popular four-member Brit rock band style band, 
Attractions announced that they will be releasing a brand new single, Blood Pressure, across all digital music streaming platforms on June 24th this past week. So, this will be the latest release done by the band since Chain Reaction back in April and will be their second digital single of 2020. You can check out more information about that on our site along with the music video for Chain Reaction on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Girl Idol Group anger me as they have announced they're going to be dropping a brand new double a side single titled kagi Ru moment and mirror mirror which is set to drop on august 26th it is being released in a whopping five editions total and we have the breakdown for what comes in each edition on the site so if you're interested you can definitely give that a look-see also their latest single titled zen zen oki garanai sunday so if you have never heard of Anger Me and want to give them a listen, you can definitely do that on the site. And continuing on up to the male version of the popular Bushido franchise, Bang Dream, Argo Navies from Bang Dream announced that their first band, Agro Navies, will be releasing their first album, Storyline, on August 12th. The album will drop with 10 tracks total and include lovely hit songs such as Storyline and Hoshiga Hajimaru's. The former, which was written by Tomoyasu Tabuchi of Yin Square Garden fame. You can check out more information about this on our site. It will release with two editions, and you can also check out the song for Storyline on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the newly dubbed group of Deep Squad, announced that they will be signing with Sony Music Japan and will be making their major label debut with Get With You on July 22nd across all digital music streaming platforms. This is the 2.0 version of the group Deep's who is aligned with LDH, which is the XL label right over there. You can check out more information about this on our site, and you can check out the track Soda Kono Koega Ikumade on our site as well. Continuing on to the lovely vocalist Tawate, to celebrate the release of his latest vinyl, he released the music video for his track Magic with Hana on Columbia Music Japan's YouTube channel. This video was to honor the 13th anniversary for him to be in the music industry and you can check out more information about this on our site it is very interesting and i can't stand this particular music video because it has dolls moving on up to our next article we're going to be talking about boy group cubers as they have dropped a brand new music video for their recent re recently released debut album titled major of cubers which dropped on june 24th the new music video was shot one at a time because it was during the lockdown and social isolation of japan and it's a pretty interesting and fun little video that they did there. So if you're a fan of Cubers and you're interested in this, this is definitely something worth checking out. And yeah. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about girl idol group Supergirls as they have revealed that they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled Ashita o Shinjite Mitate Omoremeru Yo which is set to drop on August 5th. They are celebrating 10 years as of June 12th, and this will be their 25th single overall and will feature Nazuna Higuchi as the center. Uh, it's going to be released in a standard and limited edition with the limited edition coming with a Blu-ray. We have their latest music video in the article. If you've never heard of these girls and would like to give them a check, you can definitely do that. And yeah. 
And continuing on to the lovely vocalist, Teo re- announced that he'll be releasing his track, Let Me Down, across all digital music streaming platforms, along with the lyric video for the track on his YouTube channel. You know, he used to be under the moniker of Young Boy, and Let Me Down will be a part of Teo's latest single, Orange, which will be handled by prolific producer Chiaki Zulu, which we talked about a bunch of times with Zero. And you can check out more information about this on our site and the music video in question on our site as well. And continuing on up to the lovely vocalist Yuko Ano announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album, Roma Mets, on August 26th. This will be the latest release done by the artist since Itadaki Mono back in June of 2016 and will be her 10th album overall. You can check out more information about this on our site as it will also release with only a CD-only standard edition. Then continuing on to the lovely popular three-member Seiyu Idol Group Earphones announced that they will be releasing their track Mimi no Nakade across all digital music streaming platforms. This is the updated version of their first single and it is to la- it, it, it was launched to honor the group's 5th anniversary in the music industry. This will also be a part of their upcoming album Theory Evolution which will be released on July 22nd. The album will Drop with two editions, and you can check out more information about this on our site, along with the mu- music video for Kiyoku on our site as well. Continuing on up to the vocalist Ami, I I always have a difficulty on if we just call her Ami or Amy. Same, I can never determine. It, it's a tough call. I, I think yeah, <laughs> I I, I don't know. Ami would be the best guess. Amy is the funniest though. Hey, Amy's the funniest. <laughs> yeah, <no rhyme. laughs> Regardless, she announced that she'll be releasing a brand new track titled Lalo on July 8th across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be the latest track done by the vocalist since home back in May and will be her second release of 2020. You can check out more information about that on our site along with the music video for home on our site as well. And continuing on up to vocalist Miku's solo project and Music Corner alum Shia Summer announced that she will be releasing a brand new trap titled Summer's End on July 15th across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be the latest release done by the artist since Steki na Kimio Aishitai back in April and will be her second track release of 2020. This was written and composed by these, the lovely vocalist Kalpat. And was sound produced by George of the Mophead fame. You can check out all the information about this on our site, along with the music video for Steikini Kimio Aishite on our site as well. All right, so next up is Japanese industry veteran, famous R&B, hip-hop, vocalist, composer, and writer AI. I is commemorating her 20 years in the music industry with her first mini album it's all me which was available on june 8th which is also her debut in the industry and i think that's amazing she was able to release this mini album on a net on the exact day she made her debut so she originally made it in 2000 with bgm records she then moved to jeff Def Jam in 2003. She has released many studio albums over the years, with her latest being Concha, Thank You for 20 Years, New and Best, last November of 19. But to commemorate her 20th anniversary as well, many artists 
I has worked with over the years or mentored or left have left her congratulatory messages on a special website which you can find on this article on our website and you can read and listen to a lot of these comments some of these are youtube videos left by Aoyama Teruma, Chanmina, Awich, Edie, Kodokumi, AK69 just to name a few. The full list is on our site and I recommend watching them. They're really sweet comments and really nice to see that and so I released it's All Me, Volume 1, and it contains a total of six tracks, and two of them, including the theme songs, Bokurao uh, Matsubasho for the movie Al Hokusai, Al Collapse, and Gift, Giftol from the TBS Dorama Osama no Boranchi, King's Brunch. And this is available in two editions. It'll come in a limited and a CD standard, which you can grab on our site. And the DVD comes with a really nice acapella melody of her songs live and the music videos for four of the tracks as well. You can check out all the links, the covers, and you can also check out her latest video gift on there and check out her special website as well. And I want to congratulate I for 20 years in the industry. She is a pillar for me with her song story. That song still brings me to tears every time I hear it. It is absolutely beautiful. And I am so glad she's still going. And there's so many artists she has worked with and mentored. And we want to wish her a happy 20 years. And that's it for release news here. And let's continue on to regular news here. There's only two. And first off, it is a pair of marriages, which, like, really crushed me. <laughs> the first being the popular seiyuu and vocalist Nana Mizuki announced that she got married this past week on July 6th. And the announcement came via Mizuki's blog on the lovely romantic Japanese date of Tanabata of July 7th. And she put in the blog that this year was very important to her on all fronts. Not only that it was her 40th birthday this year, but also her 20th year in the music industry and the year that she got married. The vocalist announced that her husband is involved with the music industry of some sort and had thanked her fans who supported her career. We at Ongakadus congratulate Mizuki on the marriage and wish them a lifetime of happiness. I do, and I'm also crying because I'm so happy for her, and I absolutely love her, and she is amazing, and it's such a big year for her. I I cannot wish them enough happiness, and I'm going to sit and binge watch Mizuki Nanachan concerts like for the next week now and cry. Greg, do me a favor. When you play Persona 5 Royal, listen to it in Japanese so you can listen to Nana Mizuki. <laughs> I, I will do my best. Because uh, she's Anne in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep I forget that fact. I really do. Uh, but I I know like I always know she's popular. But yeah, yeah. I, I did watch the anime in Japanese. She does great vocal work. Well, yeah, because the English dub did, does not exist until now, which they, they had yeah, to redub was, everything. They just announced. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a basket. That, that that's, that's a different podcast. <laughs> But yes. Oh, I am super upset. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to drop $300 for that. I'm like debating really hard whether or not to do it. Yeah. Don't. It doesn't even come with the OBAs. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah, I, I think it does. I didn't think it did per Blu-ray.com. I thought they left out some. No, they, it, that's the that's the reasoning why it's going to be $300 because it's everything. 
including the two OVAs, the Valentine's Day one and the um the the AOA one does? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I never finished the series, so uh when we're off the air, uh I do want to talk to you about it because I, I'm interested to see how they drop the ball. Because not a lot of people like the animated version of five, so no, it's just because they just don't like how it was done. But they were kind of okay. rushed, so. But that that's the only reason why I I think they dropped the ball. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, continuing on to our second pair of weddings here, and that is the lovely voice actress and vocalist Kana Hanasawa announced that she also got married to fellow voice actor. Ken Show Ono this past week. So I'm pretty depressed. So Hanasawa has been a staple in the industry for a long time. <laughs> and Ono, he he is he's Giorno from from JoJo. So if you, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know who he is from just JoJo fame there. Yup. JoJo. But, yeah, Hanasawa has been in a staple in the Seiyu industry for a long time, but it's it's interesting that they got married, but that that's neither I'm, here nor there. I'm surprised. I, I'm really happy for her, and she's done so many big shows and just been a big part of a lot of people's lives. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Sugida is pretty sad right now because he always guns for her. Mm-hmm. But regardless, we at Ongakudu congratulate Hanasa and Ono on the marriage and wish them a lifetime of happiness. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's Music Corner. And I have the lovely reins to introduce this lovely 90s-inspired band of I Saw You Yesterday. And they are a four-member pop rock band that formed in 2015. And they were very inspired by the U.S. indie scenes with their song and style and struck a chord to the uh, the alternative bands of the 90s and with that it makes them very accessible to the generation that really didn't grow up with that style of music and with this concept of mine a lot of their tracks are sung in english which is really good and has that feeling and style of the iconic indies feels of the late 90s early aughts and you know that makes them very relatable for a lot of the domestic market and international market if you're around our age that grew up with this stuff and actually like a lot of their songs i i equate their songs to skater music because it seems like the kind of stuff that you would skate to because it's just very chill very relaxing and you can just like kind of gaze into the days of whatever years when you're listening to to these styles of music and a lot of that comes from the lead vocal and guitarist Hidemasa Shimoda's unique vocal style that you know lures the listeners to everything the band has to offer and kind of ensnares them to keep on listening more and that's what I really do like their track Wonder and Whiteout are the perfect example of just leading the listeners down this majestic sound that the band's composition and Shimoda's vocals just kind of hit their trademark with. Uh, critics of the genre might call it noise and just all one note. The band's mastery of this composition for the style and for it is a love letter for the these 90s styles and indies eras music. So I'm 
I really like them. They were something that I kind of just listened to and kind of just was feeling like I was tripping balls, to be perfectly honest, to the style of music that they have. And it brought me back to when I used to be skating and stuff like that. So what did you guys feel about this? I know I'm kind of the outlier for this, but what do you guys feel about this band? So they were very chill. And now I know what you mean when you said skateboard music. That brought me back to the days and it did give me that reminiscence feeling. I I think for my issue is I have to be in the mood for the really chill music. However, their guitar work was freaking fantastic. And that was the one thing that sold them for me. And also their vocals were so soothing and relaxing. So I feel like it puts you in a really good mood. My favorite one was Beach Babe. And I think it's because it was the perfect chill summer vibe. Such as like you're on a float trip. You just want something relaxing. And you just want to float down the river or the beach or whatever you're doing and relax. And that's the vibe that one gave me. And I just loved it. It's one of those super chill tracks. And most of their music is like that, which is something very enjoyable, especially if you're on a fall day, you just want to sit outside, read a book, watch the leaves fall. And that's kind of what it reminds me of. And I also get that heavy 80s vibe on it. And I think it's because of all the guitar work. And they are fantastic. Like the bass is great. I mean, just everything flows so well. I think my only issue is I have to be in the mood to listen to this style of music. And if I'm not in the mood, it's a little harder for me to get into. And it's like I enjoyed it, but I wasn't quite at that peak just yet. I think when August and September comes, I'll be more in the the vibe. But they were great. Their vocals were beautiful. It's just, I'm just amazed at how the sound of the music sound. I was more interested in the instruments than anything. So what about you, Gray? What was your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, this wound up being a group I wanted to like a lot more than I ultimately wound up liking them. I, I do like the style uh, per se, and uh, I really feel like the the basis of the group particularly is really talented. Like they have a lot of songs where his bass line just really sticks out and really sucks you into the song. My favorite song that they did was still new. I, I felt like that was really a fantastic song. It, it is one of their more upbeat. It's not as mellow as a lot of their other tracks. But yeah, overall, this group, like I said, I wanted to like them a lot more than I ultimately wound up liking them. I, I feel like they have a solid sound and, and everything. But one of the issues I kind of had with them was... Me personally, I had a hard time distinguishing between songs. Uh, like I listened to their second album, and I didn't know when the I didn't know when the album ended. And I I looked at my thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm halfway through the first song again. Uh, so that was one of the things. I was just like, you could tell like there was a song change sometimes, but every once in a blue moon, I wouldn't notice it. So, but. They are very talented, and I like the vocalist, too. I felt like, you know, he has a pretty nice voice, and, you know, he kind of blends in with the music a little bit, but, you know, he's pretty solid vocals, and, you know, I, I kind of get where Ken's coming from. I, I kind of see, like, that skater thing. I was never into skate, skate culture. Uh, the joke I tell is I've been a lifelong battle with gravity, and gravity frequently wins, so I have no business being on a skateboard. So... 
I, I've never been in skateboarding just because I, I have no balance, but you know, you know, not everything's for everybody. And, you know, that's, that's always cool too. So, you know, these are, these are yeah. good yeah. guys. Like, like, like like I, I told you guys off air too because I, I knew when I picked this band I knew I was going to have a hard time winning you guys <laughs> over <laughs> yeah. just because well not only are they fairly really freaking mellow and you probably need to be in the mood for them a lot of their songs it is that style of indies yeah. which it is like it is skater culture where like a lot of music of the rock bands during that time was very similar and then that's what was popular because you're like stoned on your mind after yeah yeah, when yeah you're doing like, these like, things dude yeah, yeah. Kind, of, kind of kind of thing so i mean i understand like yeah. I, I i understand like the criticisms for for them and it, it it's it is what it is and i i already knew that when i chose this band that i was going to have a difficult time bringing the both of you over with them and it, it, it it's just it needs to be that kind of day kind of thing. Yeah. And a lot of their stuff, if you really sit down and listen to their lyrics, they're, they aren't a very happy camper to say the least. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, it, But that, that comes with the genre. But Yes, it does. Very much re- so. <laughs> yeah. Re- regardless, I saw you yesterday had released two albums back in 2017 and 2019 with a plethora of digital singles and EPs across all digital streaming platforms, with their latest single, Float Away, being released a couple weeks back. You can check out all the information about them on our site, their Twitter, and their Instagram, and their music video, Wander, on our site as well, which is one of my favorite tracks by them. But thank you, Ken. It it was a nice break from what we usually cover because they are they are really different from the norm. So if if you kind of get like Ken and you really want something that is different than what we're than what we typically talk about, this is actually a fantastic group for you to pick up. So they're definitely worth checking out. Thank you, Ken. Thank you so much. I'm really glad to experience them as they're definitely an interesting group and I always love discovering new ones. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. That's the whole premise behind the music corner, right? To tackle the new typey genres and bands that we wouldn't be mostly listening to. Because like I said, unless I had covered an article about them, I probably wouldn't have found them. So it was kind of lucky by the chance there. Regardless, with that, let's continue on to the Orcon here. And I... (laughs) See, I don't know how to tackle this because 10, 9, and 2 are from the same release. So I don't know if we want to announce it together or do it singly because they, each track, sh- we should talk about each track. Yeah. Um, so let, 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 let's do each track. So yeah. I'm gonna singly, separate. that's what I was going to suggest. Yeah. yeah. So it's Boom 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 by Niju. Niju. Niju, that's the, the Japanese pronunciation, the Korean pronunciation. So Niju is a interesting prospect because this is a collaboration with Sony Music Japan and JYP record label of Korea. And see, I, I don't know how to feel about this group because this was the kind of group that Aizo needed to be, in my opinion. Of a girl group that is the amalgamation of what Korea and Japan is. Yeah, they're doing what is one does, but they're doing it way better. I think it's a much yeah. better blend. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Totally. Oh, yeah, I they, agree 100%. They it's, it's, knocked it out of the park. But Boom 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 isn't a good example of that because I thought it was the weakest out of all three tracks <laughs> we've so listened to. <laughs> I actually, this is one of my favorite tracks because it was a lot of fun. And I like the rapping in it and I like the beat, but it also was a... I mean, they're all dance tracks. I'll just say that. But this was probably one of my favorites off that. And I don't know why it caught me, but it did. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting track. Uh, honestly, there was only one of these songs that I thought was really, really standout-ish. Uh, the, the others were, were, you know, different levels of mediocre for me. I felt like Boom 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 does have a solid rap portion in it. I think the, the girls do a really good job holding their own and in and, and, and the rap section of the song. But, you know, outside of the rapping and stuff like that, it, like, I, I just felt like the song was okay. Uh, nothing too stellar. But, you know, it, it, it was an impressive showing, nonetheless. Well, regardless, Boom 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 sold a lovely 14,343 points. And continuing on to number nine, also by Need You, it is Baby I'm a Star. And th- this was... It was all right. I don't... This, this is my least favorite. I didn't add the plus sign on Apple Music. <laughs> that's, that, that's how we know that you liked it or not. You had a plus. We should just turn that into if a I slogan. If I like it, I add a plus. If I don't like it, no plus. So we should just turn. We so should I just turn. Before uh, I add. add the plus sign as a slogan. It's like if you like it, yeah, add the plus sign. Re- <laughs> yeah, if it's really good. And I actually, this was one, I, I tried to like it. And I went back and listened to Baby I'm a Star more than once. And it didn't flow like the rest of the tracks. And I did like the rap, but it was the chorus. And it just had this weird feel to it. And to me, it just kind of fell flat. Yeah, this song has flow problems. It, it just does. And, you know, it, I agree with Luna. I think is easily the weakest song of the four on that. Uh, it's, it's it's funny that the, the other song uh, that didn't make this chart, I think, was actually my second favorite. And we'll talk. Oh, I agree. And um, we'll talk about my favorite one but uh yeah it, it's interesting how it all played out because i was like i don't know why baby i'm a star got higher i mean it's only marginal but still it's interesting how that worked out but yeah i think this was the weakest song by far it's just got it just doesn't flow right it's it, it's weird yeah it, it it felt this one also kind of felt out there like let's just be perfectly honest i I wasn't a really big fan of them, but it, it was it was just the one-two punch of this group and then the other new group that also made the the Oricon, which kind of put me in a little bit of a sour mood. But yeah, <laughs> with Baby I'm a Star, it, it was it was all right. I, but I appreciate what they're doing compared to Izone or his own. So there, there's that. <laughs> But they re- re- definitely made a good debut. I will yeah, say that they did. They 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 made a fantastic re- debut because y- you think of this. Izone only had one track on yeah. the chart, while this group had three, three out of the four. <laughs> well, regardless, Baby I'm a Star sold a lovely fourteen thousand nine hundred eighty-six points, and going on up to How You Like That by Blackpink, and. I'm gonna hold my tongue because of how Army is and how how this is, but 
I, I understand. We got this taste because of Twice that a lot more of the Korean songs are going to venture over to the Oricon. And because how we do the chart, digital, download and streaming are going to appear, obviously, a little bit more. So uh, before I go on my lovely little thing about this track, uh, how do you guys feel about it first? Okay, so I'll start. A little bit about Blackpink. They've been around since 2016, if I'm correct. I'm so for me, and not just this track, to me, they are 21 ripoff. And not that that's anything bad. I love 21 back. I still love 21. And hearing this, it gave me that reminiscence vibe. And we actually talked about Blackpink before when their track, do 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 do, or do do. I can't do how they do the do 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 in the video and the song that made it. And I freaking love that song. And it kind of got me to say, okay, you know, I do like some of their tracks. So I listened to this one and I wasn't sure what I thought at first. I actually listened to it once. I'm like, this is super, super American. And I'm not surprised. They were at, uh, why can't I think of the super big concert that got postponed till next year that everyone goes to Coachella. Coachella they were at Coachella and they blew up in the U.S. all over the world and they do got great vocals their rapping is freaking amazing it does remind me of like CL and Minzy from 21 however they showcase what they got in this they also showcase a lot in the video and as a if this was released in America this would be a freaking hit this I mean this is a very very dance club hip-hop track and I did like it the second time around, actually, a lot to the point it made me listen to their Back to Do 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 and their other tracks from their first Korean album. I'm like, okay, they're actually pretty good. I'm not surprised I'm seeing this for them because they're already big in America. I can go to Target and buy Blackpink. I can go to Barnes & Noble and buy Blackpink. You know, so hitting in Japan, I'm not surprised. I think their tour last year did pretty well. And I I kind of liked it. I will say that. I actually ended up downloading it. So I guess you could say I hit the plus sign. But that was because it's a fun dance track. And for my American style music that I like, I loved it for that reason. As Japanese style, mm, doesn't always fit in with the Japanese market. And how I listen to my Japanese music, I like it a little different. However, I like this track for being K-pop. And, Ameri you know, like K-pop American style. So for me, I kind of placed a little outside of how I view my Japanese music. Not to say that, you know, Japanese music can't be like this. But it's something we don't see on Oricon. Especially this Americanized. So I'm, I'm going to go to the side. I liked it. But that's because I do like this genre of music. And I still have my 21 reminiscence there. I'll say I was very indifferent on this track. It has aspects about it that I do like. Uh, I felt like the rapping on it was particularly really strong and done pretty well. I, I felt like the girls had good rhythm and really good cadence to, to how they were approaching their lines. But it was kind of repetitive, which was just, you know, after you hear how you like that like nine times, like, I know, I know, I'm not really the best person to point that out because I like to wink, but 
I, I just felt like it was kind of grating on this song, and it had it been more longer than three minutes on the dot, I, I think I might would have hated it a lot more than what I ultimately did. Uh, but the fact that it's nice and short kind of helps it along a little bit because it does come in right at exactly at that three-minute mark, and I, I think that that's almost the perfect length for this song because I I'm if it'd gone on any longer, I don't know if I could have handled it or not. It, it's... It's not, it's not my least favorite Korean song that we've covered. It's not going to be my favorite either. Uh, it's 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 all right. I I don't know if I'd go out and listen to this. It, I would not add the plus sign. I I, I watched the music video. I, I thought the girls were pretty, but other than that, it just wasn't much for me. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's okay. It- it took me more than once to listen to it before I had like my thoughts around it because they have so many better songs than this, and that was my issue. After listening to their older Korean stuff, I'm like, they can do way better than this. And I understand your repetitiveness because that graded on me too because I'm like, mm, they probably could have cut it maybe 30 seconds shorter on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, b- believe you me, I felt like, you know, like, like I said, I, if this was a two and a half minute song, It'd be a lot better because uh, it, it would have made agree. it a lot more concise. But three minutes, I don't think is is too bad. It, it's it's specifically that ending. I think you didn't really need. Yeah, you could have dropped that <laughs> yep. ending out of that entire song. I, I agree with you, Ken. Like that ending was not not good. Um, I don't know. The and, opening's a little rough. Too. So, uh, I mean, I, I I well. If you got rid of the opening, then you'd only you take out the only aspect that I did like it because I do, I think they have very strong vocals. I'm I'm not really familiar with blank Blackpink style, and I know that a lot of people are very attracted to their their style. I know a lot of people that don't listen to Asian music that like Blackpink, and they they just go crazy over it. And because those are the kind of people that go to Coachella, but that's neither here or there. Uh, I only have a somewhat of a problem just because y- you guys are right. The repetitiveness it does get to it. And I, I do think you just cut that ending out. And I think it would have been a much digestible track, in my opinion. The, when it comes down to it, it's just because how we handle the charts... It's we're going to see this a little bit more and it wasn't and it was a nice surprise for me, but I just didn't feel the song personally. And it didn't really help with Niju being the beginning act for that. It really didn't. Oh, yeah. No. And I, I, I think I completely understand. I mean, it, it was interesting seeing it, and I w- I'm curious to see a Japanese version, as I'm sure there will be of this track eventually, and we'll probably see it again when it happens. So I think that would be interesting to see, but I don't think this will be the last Korean song we see on here, to be honest, because a lot of their their songs have been hitting resonating with the world lately, but I'm hoping maybe more will release Japanese tracks that'll appear on the charts and we can enjoy them that way too. Regardless how you like that, sold a lovely 15,315 points. And going on up to Gorenge by Lisa at number 7. Nothing more we can say. Like you said, like we said last week, Yaiba probably helped it a bit because of the release of the physical. And the announcement of the movie kind of really helped. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 15,740 points. 
And going on up to number six, it is Kadachi no Kokoro by Anyo. So it's good that we see Anyo again on here because she's having a little bit of a renaissance as well. Hopefully, we'll see a little bit more by her in the next six months, but we'll see. I'm hoping so too. She's a YouTube live coming up in like three days, so that could be why the she's been on the chart so heavily. Everyone's getting excited mm. and hyped up. Regardless, Katachi no Kokoro. So they lovely 18,732 points. Continuing on up to a track that we haven't seen in a while. It is Imitation Rain slash CD by Six Stone slash Nomad. But I think it's because everyone is anticipating the second release pretty soon because that's yeah. kind of gearing up uh, yeah. again. Yeah, Six Stones is a right mm-hmm. around the corner. I haven't heard anything from Snowman. I don't know when theirs is coming up, but Six Stones is right around the corner. So. Yeah, so, and what still amazes me is it's physical only, but that's just the Johnny style there. Regardless, Imitation Rain slash DD sold a lovely 22,042 copies. And continuing on up to Kusui by Eito. Good for Eito to still kind of champion that stay-at-home movement artist renaissance that happened along with number three. So it's good to see them on the chart still. Regardless, Kusui sold a lovely 25,606 points. And continuing on to number 3, it is Yodani Kakeru by Yao Sobi. Nothing more we can say. It's been on here for quite a while now since the stay at home movement has happened in Japan. So, this week, Yodani Kakeru sold a lovely 30,728 points. And going on up to number 2, it is Make You Happy by Niju. This is the the flagship song for their mini album so what did we think about this i thought it was super cute i enjoyed it it was a great way to make their presence with this with this being the first track on the mini album and their leading one it has a great feel to it nice melody the girls have amazing harmonies their vocals are fantastic and i mean i think they got great rap skills too i mean they've showed that they got some talent and doing this collabo with jyp and sony music has been a big difference a big deal i mean i think they've done a great job with making a great entrance yeah this was the best song on the mini album that they dropped i I felt like this was by far the strongest song that they had and really the strongest example of what a japanese korean hybrid would would sound like is very much you can hear very distinctively the japanese influence and the korean influence and of all the songs that they had on the mini album i felt this one struck the best balance and definitely the standout the music video was quite adorable and yeah it was a pretty solid track it hits all the notes the way it should and it's a pretty fun and enjoyable song and i I didn't press the plus sign to download but it i plussed it uh i still thought this was a a pretty solid uh song nonetheless and it, it it was pretty pretty good so if you want to hear Niju, I, this would be the best place to start, in my opinion. Yeah, and you can understand why this was the lead track, because, th- in, in my opinion, this was probably one of the better tracks that was released by them out of the four. And it, it really shows, j- just like what you just said, Gray, what the perfect 
combination of what Japan and the Korean market can do together. And it's very interesting to see that. And I know Niju will probably have a very interesting career of of very much success and fame. And I can't wait to kind of see that kind of blossom, so to speak. I do too. I am looking forward to their next release, just seeing how well this did and what they did with it. I'm curious to how their next one will be. Regardless, make you happy. So they lovely 42,316 points and continuing on up to Last Mermaid by Hey Say Jump. So what did we feel about this release here? I liked it. I mean, it was a nice, cute song. It wasn't my favorite by them, but I still thought their vocal work was really good. And they have great harmonies with it. And it was just kind of one of those nice, cutesy songs. My only issue is I feel like I'm probably going to forget it. It's not one of their most memorable, which is where my issue mainly lied. But I still thought it was really nice and cute. And I've gotten a lot more into the Johnnies lately. So maybe I'm starting to be a little biased. So, yeah, no, I agree with you, Luna. I feel like, you know, this is pretty much... It's really, really good. Like, these guys really have a solid melody and handle on everything. I've felt like, you know, my biggest concern is, you know, in a few weeks' time, you know, I'll probably forget this song exists. But it's still pretty solid. Like, it's got, like I said, a great melody. The vocal work on it is fantastic. I just wish Johnny's was on Apple Music. Like, I'm glad Arashi's on there. Get your other boys on there so we can enjoy them. So, because uh, this, this I would have added the plus sign on this one. That that easily, I would have added the plus sign on this one. So, so um, same. It, it was. Uh, it's it's pretty solid stuff, and another good one for Heisei Jump. And yeah, I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, I mean for Heisei Jump, like you guys just said, it, it was a pretty decent track, but this is. I, I feel like it is another song in the Johnny market where it was turned out. And it. By the numbers. Yeah, and it'll be for, somewhat forgettable later on. And um, I, I don't know how to feel about it. It, it. it seemed like a very solid track, but we'll, we'll see if it continues on. It'll probably maybe do one more week in the mids, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Regardless, Last Mermaid sold a bombastic 205,957 points. And with that, let's continue on to the albums here. I kind of already know who is the the ones for it. So TDF Best Live by Momito Clover Zeto is at number 10. That's good for them. Tragic Comedy by She's at number 9. Good because I've been championing She's for a while. I'm, I'm glad to see him on yep. there. More and More by Twice is bumping down to number 8. Harvest by Watanabe Miho at number 7. 6 is King New at, uh, with Ceremony. And number five is Harami Teikai Street Piano Collection by Harami-chan. She has a penis that is very famous in the YouTube space, so go check her out. Waterick Diary, third album by Izone, or Izone, is one at number four. See, they, they didn't have anything that came up on the digital track. <laughs> but at number four. And then number three, Travelers at with by 
Official Higedandism at number three. I always forgot how we pronounce them for, for this album. Hingre. Hungre. Hingare. Hingare. Hangare by 17 at number two. And then Make You Happy by Niju, which isn't a surprise because you just. No, you, holy cow. You just uh, take all the numbers together from the all four tracks and you probably got this. <laughs> yep. But regardless, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ungaku to You. A little bit of a news here. So if you guys haven't noticed, I retweeted a lovely tweet. Uh, I appeared on the Japan on Film podcast, which is a Japanese film critique podcast, and I made my debut over there with the lovely film Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. The host Perry is very nice. Go give him a follow and a listen. You can check that out on Japan on Film. Just look it up on any podcast services. You'll find it there. It was a very quick in podcast. Let's just say this much with the talk with him and my Final Fantasy VII remake review that I did with Kill a couple weeks back. I have talked about Final Fantasy VII more in the past month than I ever had in my freaking lifetime. So, <laughs> so go give that a listen. You can follow our affiliates, Karyu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right that does all the horror spooky games right now he's going through dk64 begrudgingly because he has nothing else better to do with his time you can check him out at twitch.tv slash karyu hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also follow our other affiliate timber Taff. he is a twitch streamer in his own right doing the witcher and he did Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links the other week so go troll him with the god cards please and go check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-F-T. And we also have your sister, Luna, who is Rose. And she mostly streams Monster Hunter, Minecraft, a little bit of art stuff. And she just got a Switch, so who knows what she'll be streaming. Up Animal at. Crossing. All the Animal Crossing. She must be enjoying that diving stuff then. For oh, she loves it. She's addicted to it. <laughs> but yeah, you can check her out at twitch.tv slash Kitty R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also follow our last affiliate here, who is Fangirl Has No Name. He, she is a wonderful Twitch variety streamer who is in love with the Zelda community. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name F-A-N-G-I-R-L H-A-S N-O-N-A-M-E You can also follow the podcast that I do with Fangirl, Kill, and Timber called Podosaurus. It is a gaming podcast which we talk about various topics. Here is just a sneak peek of this past week's episode obviously we talked about fourth of july we talked about xenoblade we also talked about banjo and kazooie and dk64 you can check it out just look up koryu hunter on all the lovely podcast services you can also follow us on all the social media links on at ongakudu on twitter and instagram you can follow the website at ongakudu.com and you can follow me at Twitter at OTYCan1. You can find Renford at Renford D. And where can we find you, Gray? Uh, well, first off, before I give my sign-off, I was on my phone and happened to notice, uh, Ken, it's your birthday, so I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. yeah yeah so uh yeah but you can find me on twitter at ongaku gray uh i am 
I'm actually almost halfway through Xenoblade Chronicles myself. I, I'm and chapter seven. There's 17 chapters, so I'm kind of getting close to the halfway point of that game. So uh, I was actually going to tweet out my thoughts on it here in a little bit. So if you're curious to hear what I have to say about Xenoblade Chronicles, you can follow me there. I'm also getting ready to pick back up Persona 5, which I, I loved Persona 5. It wasn't my favorite in the franchise, but I still thoroughly enjoyed that game. I'm getting ready to uh, play Royal. So uh, I'm, I'm eager and really excited. I'm interested to see how that ending turned out. So again, if you want to hear my thoughts and opinions on that, you can follow me on Twitter at Mongaku Gray. But where can we find you, Luna? You can follow me on Twitter letterboxd i'm thinking where am i all at oh my god my anime brain fart. <laughs> my an- uh, my anime list anime planet at lunamarie 87 and you can follow me on instagram as nerdy collector luna but yeah once again i want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Mangakadio. i want to say thank you very much and have a great day aloha Thank you so much for listening to our latest episode. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Jamatane. And this is great. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. I won't be on next week, so I will see you guys in two weeks. Bye-bye.